a Thanksgiving story. The year is 2223, or in the Jewish calendar, 5984. On the Gazan beaches of the Mediterranean Sea, Israelis hold annual rituals ahead of their Thanksgiving holiday playing in the shallow waves, kissing the sand and taking a few grains home with them as a centerpiece for their dinner tables. Kids in Israeli schools spend two weeks in the eighth grade learning about manifest destiny and the national pride of their slogan, from the river to the sea. Each year on October the 7th, Israeli families sit down for a multi-generational Thanksgiving dinner. It's a holiday that is extra special in years that it happens to land during the week-long Jewish Fall Harvest Festival Sukkot, and it comes just about six weeks ahead of the American Thanksgiving holiday. All schools and workplaces are closed, and American Jews are offered free round-trip flights to be set up through an Adopt-A-Family program so they can learn how valued they are by Israel. Together, citizen and foreign Jews alike celebrate by eating olives and drinking wine and giving thanks for the abundance of the land gloating over tables clothed by the beautiful repetitive black-on-white pattern that was created by some of the native people many, many generations ago. To symbolize the olive harvest and the fruits of the land, it's a pattern we now know from kafias. Children are taught plays and skits where one group is dressed in the cutest little military outfits and the other group wear tattered street clothes and are covered in dust. The dusty kids will be ceremoniously pulled from styrofoam recreations of rubble, reminding each other of the long ago 2023 or 5784 in the Jewish calendar, when Israel saved Palestinians from themselves. For a single generation, it will be saved from Hamas, but we will quickly remember that all Palestinians are Hamas, and so we save them from themselves. Globally televised parades through Jerusalem will begin with a giant inflatable recreation of the Jordan River and will end with a similar caricature of the Mediterranean Sea. In between, Israeli kids will sing and dance and receive candy and small gifts for running all the way from the front of the parade to the back, from the river to the sea. Break. On October 8th, at the onset of this Israeli bombardment and genocide on Gaza, I referred on a post on social media to Israel's ongoing violence, that I believed attacks by Hamas the previous day were a direct result of Israel's settler colonialism. A response to me from a well-meaning white Bay Area Jew. Quote, from that same logic, wouldn't that make you a settler here in the U.S. living on stolen land and therefore your murder would be justified? Break. Here in the U.S., Thanksgiving approaches. A time to give thanks for the bounty of the land that we are on. A manifest destiny from sea to shining sea. We feast with our families and tell ourselves that we are very, very far away from the violence of settler colonial America. No, certainly we're not celebrating colonialism on this beautiful holiday that is built on nationalist pride and the bounties of the land that is rightfully ours with our property deeds and our civilized religions. It's purely about family and a time to be together. Happy Thanksgiving. That's it for the day, family. Law and Disorder airs weekdays at 8 a.m. Check for information about topics, guests, and featured artists online at kpfa.org. Listen and subscribe to the podcast version of the show by searching for Law and Disorder with Cat Brooks and follow us on social media at 
law and dis that's d-i-s you can hit us up about something you heard or send us a show idea at law and disorder at kpfa.org i'm your host and producer jesse strauss this show featured music by ramdas casa who you can learn more about at his website that's ramdasmusic.com our show theme music is from steve raskin take care of yourself and take care of each other <laughs>